0: Hello there, I'm Wendy 2.0 and welcome to my weekly Passion Project podcast. This podcast was born from my life purpose, which is to help give people a voice about what makes them tick. My passions are topics that are in the realms of the spiritual, the holistic, and also around mindset. It is my belief that we can align ourselves and ourselves to become the best version of who we are. It is my hope that this podcast helps you do just that. Do you have a topic you're passionate about and wish to voice to the world? I'm looking for collaborators, so please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear what makes you tick. You can find me on many of your favorite social media platforms, on Facebook and Google My Business at Wendy's World of Wellness. And yes, I do like alliteration. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest at wendy2.0. My website is worldofwellness.ca. Do you prefer an audio podcast? You can find me on Anchor at anchor.fm backslash wendy5. That's W-E-N-D-E and the number five. This fabulous and free platform shares my podcast to all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and turn on your notifications on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. I am so grateful that you are here and I greatly appreciate your support. And now, On to today's guest and their passion project topic. Welcome to Wendy 2.0, where everything you receive is real, raw, and authentic. Today, I am welcoming my guest, Lisa Graham from Moon Over Pisces, and we are going to be discussing demystifying twin flames, soulmates and Karmic Connections, because there's so much confusion right now about who these people are, how they affect us in our lives, and Lisa and I are going to have a discussion about this. So welcome, Lisa.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's it's a privilege to be here today. I appreciate it.
0: I'm so excited to have you. So first of all, Lisa, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your journey. Tell us about how you got here, Um, and then we'll dive right into what all these people are in our lives and how they got here.
1: So um, I'm a priestess. That's what I do. I work with really high level energies to help people on their healing journeys. I got started as a child. I could always see spirit. I'd always have had a very interesting connection um, to religion. I grew up in a religious home, and uh, and then as a teenager, that completely shifted from the religion to the metaphysical. And somewhere along the lines, I had to find a, I guess, a a balance between those for myself. And uh, I just found this spiritual path. And over the last 12 years, I have, um, you know, gotten to know myself, gotten to know the energies, uh, gotten to know um, some very interesting entities and energies that I work with. And this last year has been um, incredibly intense for all of us energetically, and it's really helped me step into the power and love of who I truly am. And that's really what I, I do for people and help them grow into that, into themselves. Can you just talk
0: just for a minute really quickly about the entities that you work with? The Because I, I know you well enough now. I know who you work with. And I think it's really important that people know that there are people or entities or spiritual bodies or whatever you want to call them on the other side that are here to guide us and that there are people who can tap into and work with them directly and how powerful
1: they are. I'd love to hear a little bit about that before we dive in further. For sure. For sure. Um, so I work with um, what people know as um, gods and goddesses, deities, if you will. Um, my patron goddess is Athena from the Greek pantheon. I. Um, she helps me with my energy healing and with uh, spiritual wisdom. Um, but a lot of what people perceive as um, deities or, th- or angels or archangels are actually just other dimensional beings who are literally energy. That's kind of where we're headed, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> um, and I also work with um, people's spirit guides who are the team of people that you choose to help you in your journey before you come here. And if necessary, or if needed, sometimes too, we will work with people's ancestors who will help them with things like generational healing and things like that. So every kind of group of souls, so to speak. So your spirit guides, ancestors, angels, goddesses, ascended masters, they all have a different role in how they help people Uh, grow on their spiritual journey and grow as, and learn their lessons here on earth. Okay. And how, just how do you work with them? The first thing I tell people is you start with meditation, get to know your energy, get to get in touch with your own energy. And the more open that you are to that energy, the easier it is for them to come. I started with my spirit guides um, and the rest kind of just showed up for me. It might not work like that for other people, Um, but I started just by creating a relationship with them, having dialogue with them on a daily basis and just talking to them and getting to know them and getting to know what it was that they wanted that not necessarily what they wanted me to do, but what it was about my path that I needed to pay more attention to. And then as far as working with like the angels and the goddesses, you can create ceremony and invite them to work with you. And, you know, that does require a little bit of research Um, because of where I come from energetically. um, You know, I do have the belief that my soul is not human. Um, I feel I've created relationships with these energies in past lives which enables me to have such a direct connection to them now, because part of the sole purpose that I came here for was to help people understand consciousness and to raise that consciousness, right? And so other people may not necessarily have that easy of an access. And I know that sounds not,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It sounds, soul, it, it? it does. It sounds egoic, right? It's not egoic. Yeah. It's just we all connect into the energies from different perspectives, what you connect into, I can't connect into, or I could, if I worked on it, but I wouldn't connect in the same way as the way that you connect into it. And I connect to different things than you do. Um, as we have discovered over working together over the last many months is that I connect to certain energies and you're just like, uh and i'm the same with you right (laughs) exactly it it
1: works differently for every person correct exactly that's exactly it and it's really about exploring and playing with the energies and you know i can teach you one way but that might not work for you and so it's really important that you get really comfortable with just playing with it using your imagination Uh, you know, going at it with that kind of childlike curiosity. And um, interestingly enough, what I found is since we've done a massive inner child healing together a few months ago, it's really helped me open up and explore and play with those energies in a whole new way and really allowed me to tap into the power of the healing that I'm capable of channeling. So it's, it's a really fascinating and we could, we could literally talk about this for an hour or more. So we could, but today's topic, we'll come (laughs) back and we will, we will definitely do a sequel
0: and we will talk about these kinds of energies. I just wanted to give people kind of an idea of who you are, what you can tap into and what we can all tap into now. Absolutely. Moving into today's topic. The first thing I think that we need to address is when we come here, we come with a soul group or a soul family, correct? Yes. Okay, can you talk about that for a moment?
1: So uh, when we uh, create our life plan, because we do, we do have free will to a certain extent. um, But we do create a plan with all these different possibilities in it. And what we do is we choose certain souls. Um, So for example, you and I have clearly made a, a soul contract at some point to say, you know, we're going to work together and help each other grow on this path. Um, another soul contract might be, you know, you, you have a contract with a parent who is going to abuse you so you can experience that and learn how to heal from that. So there's many, 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 many different types of things that we do. But what I found with the work that I do in exploring past lives and in exploring karma and exploring, um, you know, the the themes of trauma that people have in this life is that we choose certain souls to come back with multiple times so that we can have that same experience more than once and really be able to delve into learning how to do the lessons. And And so we have, um, certain souls that we come with multiple times, or we have other souls that we come with maybe once, just one time and that's it. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of different layers. And again, we could do a whole entire podcast on this as well. Okay. So let's start with what is a karmic connection? So as we move through our past lives, we create patterns, we create patterns for our soul. And so what that does is it creates karma and what is karma. Okay.
0: Sorry. I I jumped in there, but what is karma? Because that's another thing people are just so not clear on. They think, oh, well you do something and it's going to come back and bite you in the ass, but that's not exactly
1: how it works. So karma is neither good or bad. Karma is simply energy. Like literally everything is just energy anyway. But what it, it does is it keeps a balance of the universe because there is good. And there is bad in the universe. And, you know, no matter how much we try to fight that, we have to accept that, you know, things are going to be like that. And so what it does is create balance. So if you do something, say you say you kill someone, and you die, and you go and make a life plan for another life, well, maybe what you might do to try and balance out that karma is experience being a murder victim yourself. Or, you know, it might not be that you might experience abuse or something like that. So, what you're trying to do is balance out their actions and consequences, is really what it comes down to. And it doesn't always play out immediately. I know people go, Oh, like, well, that guy was an asshole to his neighbor. And then he went over there and stepped on a rake and it smacked him in the face. That's not karma. That's just energy. That's just the energy you put out over there coming back to you. That's literally all that is. Karma is on a soul level. And it follows you from life to life. And what we're actually doing in this life is clearing out all of that old karma. So that's why you've seen especially over the last year or so people going through really intense changes and transformations. Because as they're more willing to face their thought patterns, beliefs, and that karmic energy that's in their lives, they're releasing that so they have to deal with (laughs) <laughs> they have to quite literally deal with whatever's coming up. As you've seen in my own uh, journey this year dealing with, um, you know, the generational trauma, that was partly karma as well, because of things I have done in past lives or things I've experienced in past lives. So karma is just an energy that helps keep the, the universe in check, quite simply. Okay. Okay.
0: So I'm going to walk through an example from my own life, and then we'll jump into what soulmates are, because you and I have done a lot of work together this year. And one of the things that we've come to realize is my husband is and has been a soulmate in many lifetimes, but in this lifetime, he's a karmic connection. And Lisa walked me through a reading where we discovered that my husband in a previous life, we were together, but like with the pandemic you know he did what was right and he did for money i was a healer and to cobble my skills he grievously injured me which uh, which basically took out all of my finances it took out my ability to to care for myself i was in excruciating pain for the rest of my life in this life my husband and i have come together And I have really struggled to make money, but he supported me. He has been financially supporting me. And and when Lisa and I got to this point and realized that he took away my ability to earn income in that life. So in this life, he's repaying that karma by taking care of me. That's a karmic connection. That's not a soulmate connection. But I will talk to you about how my husband's been my soulmate when we move into the next piece of this. So let's talk about what the difference is. Let's talk about what's a soulmate and how that differs from a karmic connection.
1: So soulmates, again, these are people that you've chosen to come along on this journey with you. You've made contracts with them. Um, and again, another we, we could probably do 15 podcasts just from all the offshoots of topics we're talking about here. But a soulmate is generally a very easy relationship. There's someone you, you meet um, and soulmates aren't just romantic. They can be friends, they can be parents, they can be uh, they can be lovers, they can be cousins, they can be, you know, whatever, they can be any form of relationship, but they're generally very easy. You make a quick, easy connection. It flows easily. You have a good time together. That's a soulmate.
0: Lisa and I are soulmates. Lisa and I have hit it off from day one. We have also had multiple lives together in the past, but in this particular life, Lisa and I are soulmates. We're friends. We live on opposite sides of the country from each other. Yes, I'm holding crystals, by the way. Um, we live on opposite sides of the country from each other, but we have the easiest, nicest, most loving friendship. And I'm so grateful for it. And as I'm talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. So that's validation for me that, you know, that is exactly what this is. We have a soulmate relationship. We do not have a karmic connection like my husband and I, this is a soulmate. It's, this is an easy, wonderful, you know, it's, there's not a lot of challenges. We talk about everything when we hit our shit it's an easy conversation again. Well, it's not always easy, but we, we get through it because there's this beautiful connection between us and we have no intention of becoming into a love relationship or anything along that line. Neither one of us is programmed that way, but the connection is a beautiful, simple, straightforward. There's it's just
1: wonderful, right? It is. I, I, I absolutely treasure your friendship because, you know, to have as many karmic relationships as I've had in my life to have a soulmate relationship with you has been wonderful and refreshing and just, oh, I can breathe. <laughs> the other thing about a
0: soulmate connection that I'd like to jump in and talk about for just a moment is the fact that they're not always for your whole life. Someone may come in. They might be in your life for five minutes. They're a soulmate. They might yep. come in, teach you something, and then they leave, right? Lisa and I might be friends for years, or we might only be friends until tomorrow. We don't know. We don't know. But it's part of our soul contract, and we are fulfilling our soul contract together in the way that we're supposed to be fulfilling it. Unlike a karmic connection where the my my marriage with my husband has not been easy it has not been easy in any way shape or form karmic connections are not necessarily an easy relationship this has not been an easy relationship but the relationship i have with lisa the relationship i have with certain other of my friends is very easy i've had some relation some like intimate relationships that have been super easy ended like but the relationship itself was easy. It was beautiful. It was loving. There was no arguments. We just got along. Like we were best friends, all of those kinds of things, right? That is, that is a soulmate connection. So karmic connections are more tumultuous. Soulmate connections
1: are a lot easier. Very much so. Very much so. And, and I feel you so much on the karmic connection with your husband. I'm in pretty much exactly the same boat. Um, you know, my husband and I had a very tumultuous uh, past life together where he was married to my sister. We had a, an affair. I had his child. It was taken away from me. And in the end, they actually had me killed. Um, so in this lifetime, he had to acknowledge me publicly, which he did. Um, he And he had to take care of me. We were supposed to have a child, but both of us went, uh, no. And here's here's where this sole contract thing can kind of get in the way. We had a sole contract to have a child. Um, I ended up having two miscarriages. Um, I'm okay with that. So please don't, you know, think that this is, you know, a bad thing, you know, looking back on the circumstances. Yes. In the moment I was devastated, but looking back it was for the best. I could not imagine being the age I am now having a four-year-old running around. No, thank you. Um, but anyway, so this is where we both looked at that soul contract energetically and went, uh, no, thank you. This is not something we want in this lifetime at this particular time. And the soul who had, we had chosen to come through said, okay, I understand I'll come through it another time. And, uh, you know, that, that is something that can happen there as well. Um, and actually I'm, I, I have been feeling with this current relationship as much as I, I still love him very much our karma is done. And it's, it's, it may be, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm walking out of my marriage tomorrow or anything like that, but it may be at the, in the future, something that we need to look at and, and, and revisit um, that contract. So that all
0: being said, and all being cleared up, really, the reason that we got together to speak today was because we want to clear up what the hell a twin flame is and what that journey is all about, because All of a sudden, you're hearing twin flame if you're in the spiritual world. A lot of you may not be, but if you're in the spiritual world, a lot of people are talking about, oh, this person's my twin flame. That person's my twin flame. If you go online and you go to like Quora or Reddit, you're going to see all these people talking about their twin flames. But there's a lot of confusion around what a twin flame is, what the purpose of that relationship is. And we really wanted to demystify it. Both of us have a twin flame relationship in our lives. And so we understand. So I have all three, both of us have all three types of relationships going on Mm -hmm. in our lives right now. But a twin flame is not what everybody makes it out to be. So for me, I want to talk about this for just a second before I let you hop in here, Lisa, is... When I first heard the term term twin flame probably 10 years or so ago, I was like, (laughs) so Lisa's laughing because she knows what my my whole thought process on that was. I really thought that it was like an egoic kind of thing. It was like the pinnacle of your spiritual um, journey is when you meet your twin flame. Right. And I thought that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, we are spiritual beings. We're not supposed to be in our ego. That sounds like the most egoic thing I've ever heard. I am not buying into that bullshit. That is exactly how I felt about it until I met my twin flame this year and went, oops. (laughs) It was a very big oops. So let's talk about, first of all, what a twin flame is and then how you know. Cause there's a, there's a lot of signs that come with a twin flame that you won't necessarily get in a karmic relationship or in a soulmate relationship. And I actually have physical proof of mine, um, that I'd like to share as we go through and we discuss this. So what is a twin flame? Let's start
1: there. A twin flame is quite literally your soul mirror. They mirror back to you, all of the things in yourself that you need to love and need to accept and need to heal. It's that simple, but it's that complicated. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Because are they, are they the same sex? They can be, they absolutely can be. It all depends on your own gender and it all depends. And I shouldn't say gender. I should say it all depends on your own preferences. If you are, you know, someone who identifies as straight, they're probably gonna be the opposite gender. If you're someone who identifies as, um, you know, gay or, or, or whatever, they might be someone of the same gender. It might be someone, you know, if you're transgender or whatever, whatever you are, your twin flame will be a mirror of that. And again, it may not necessarily be their gender, but it will be their soul, their energy, the things in themselves that they need to look at love, heal, accept all of those things. You are a mirror. I would like
0: to dispute that though, because I have a friend who has a twin flame. Her twin flame is a female, but they have no intention of ever getting into any kind of a love relationship. They just literally are the other half of each other. And my friend, is married to a man, very interested in staying with her husband, has no interest in leaving her husband to be with this woman. They have been Hmm. friends for a long time. So I don't necessarily think that it has to do with sexuality. I think it just has to do with however that manifests in this lifetime so that you're going to learn how to love yourself at the deepest level possible. Do you agree or disagree with me on that?
1: Um, I would have to say there's parts of it I can, I can agree with, but just my experience and my knowledge of what I've worked with is it's actually a very highly sexual union. And for the purpose of the um, the love energy that sexual union creates, it is when done correctly. And I know that sounds (laughs) really weird sex has been um, the sacred has been removed from it in a lot of ways. Um, There needs to be love behind it in order for sex magic to work. There needs to be a a connection, a heart connection there, because without that, you don't have the proper type of communication in your relationship. Um, And you don't have the communication with yourself. Oh, can I ever, identify with that one. My first marriage, man, I don't even know what I was thinking. I should have just kept walking. But again, karmic soulmates, you you think you're madly in love with this person, but all they do is show you all of the things that, you know, you have to work on with them and it's it's not fun. So I had no communication with myself. I had a terrible sex life with my first husband. And it's taken me a long time to realize that that was that was the reason why we did not have a good heart connection. Now, with your karmic soulmates, you're going to have a little more of a heart connection because there's, I shouldn't say that, with the karmic soulmates that you're meant to love, you're going to have that different karmic or different heart connection. The words are not coming out today. Um, but it's really, really important when you're creating that love energy and creating that sexual love energy that, that heart connection be there. And with, and with my experience, and if you notice my camera just did a funny thing, anytime I talk about something that's really big, heavy truth, my camera does that. Um, I'll take they're my same, goosebumps. <laughs> they're, um, it, it's basically like this love that these twin flames are creating right now to raise the consciousness. And it, it goes outside themselves. I don't know how to explain it so that it sounds grounded. The the love
0: that gets created between twin flames helps heal the planet and it helps heal the multiverse. It's not just when you come together in an intimate relationship with a soulmate and you know, the love is there and you feel the love and all of that. And yes, it's healing, but the twin flame, it it amps it up. It's, it's, it's very, very intense And right now, twin flames are being brought together to heal the planet. And so how do you know? I will tell you from my own experience, synchronicities, 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 synchronicities. If you don't know what a synchronicity is, most of us call it a coincidence. They're not coincidences. They are preordained little clues, if you want. I had a boyfriend once that used to say life leaves clues. and. Synchronicities are the life that is, is your life leaving you clues. So I'm going to talk about what happened for me. So I was connected. I connected with somebody on Facebook and he writes a blog and we got talking in the background and within the first couple of weeks of our chatting, we realized that we really understood each other in a way that no one else has Ever understood us. And I mean, I've had like connections like that before, but this like transcends everything I've ever experienced. So I, um, he's a freedom fighter as am I. And I went to a rally at the end of May and I had gone and sat by a river and I was coming up over a hill. And as I coming down the hill, there's this little, beautiful little girl. She looked like a little angel. Like she was so cute, little white dress, little appliques on the bottom, long, medium Brown, kind of wavy, curly hair. She literally looked like an angel. And she walks up to me and she hands me this. Now it's a, it's a, it's a dog chew toy. Okay. She hands me this baseball and I, I said, thank you. And I look at her mom and her mom just smiled and shrugged her shoulders. The little girl walks over to her mom and she gets on her scooter and they start walking away. And this little girl kept looking back at me. And I instantly had this feeling of, oh my God, I can't believe I found her. That was the message I kept hearing because I'm very clear audience. I can, I hear. All right. So clear, clear hearing is my gift. So I go to where the rally is. And I'm sending this, this individual pictures and stuff because he was concerned because things were pretty volatile where I was at the time. So he wanted to make sure I was safe. So I sent him all these pictures and I sent him this and I said, Hey, this just happened. And I sent him the picture of this baseball and he comes back. He says, you have the most incredible experiences because I've played baseball my entire life. And I play major competitive baseball in baseball leagues. And I'm like, Whoa. He sent me his picture and I started to shake. I couldn't control it. He sent me a voice text and I started to sob. I was in a group of like 500 people and I got tears streaming down my face. I'm shaking visibly. I have no idea what's happening to me. I just know something really profound is happening. And when I got home, I sat down and my guide said, twin flame. And I went, oh, come on. And I go and I Google And sure enough, everything that we'd been experiencing over the last couple of weeks, the synchronicities, the understanding of each other in a way that no one else had ever understood us, the easiness of it, like all these things, all of a sudden I was like, because I'd already gotten the message that we had been lovers in several lives before, but Mm -hmm. I was given that much. And I'm like, okay, so we're soulmates. But then when we discovered this whole twin flame aspect, it really ramped things up. And the one thing that makes it different from a physical perspective is we have a heart chakra, right? Our heart chakra is located right here, but in the Egyptian chakra system, there's 13 chakras and there's a thymus chakra, which is right here. When you connect with your twin flame, you feel your heartbeat here, not here. You feel it up here. It is the, it, because the thymus chakra is all about unconditional love, completely unconditional love. And so one day I sent him a message and I said, you have a heartbeat that you feel up higher behind your, your breast. And he's like, how do you know that? I said, because I feel it every time you talk to me. So that for me is how I would express to you how you would know the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame is that You just have these synchronicities, these understandings, these, I I don't even have the words because again, even he said what was happening between us transcends anything that we understand on the 3d plane. So does that kind of make sense to you, Lisa, from what you know about twin flames?
1: Absolutely. Because I've experienced, so I've experienced a lot of the same thing, but for me, it's all been on the energetic level. Not, I have not met my twin flame. I resisted it when I found out who it was because we're not even going to get into why. No, we're not going to get into why. Because it's, it's, it's at at this point, it is not fair for me to reveal anything about who or or what it is. No. Um, But I resisted it. And, and it was really funny because it was the week you were away off grid. And I sat here the whole week going, no, This isn't happening. No, no, no. And I like because it pushed me. It was like, well, if this person is that, look at all these perceived inadequacies in yourself that you have to look at. And it terrified the you know what out of me. The daylights out of you. Yep. Yeah. And when you said to me, you do not have to be with this person. It was like this weight just came off. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't ever have to meet them. I don't ever have to, none of it. And it just was this relief because the thought of it at the time was terrifying. Now I'm like, "Eh, whatever happens happens because I've come to terms with it. But I can tell you there are moments in this journey, like it's hard, hard journey. And for these ladies out there who are like, Oh, he's my twin flame. And I'm, I don't want to make fun of you, but at the same time I do. Because we it's have to not, get, it it is It's not, it is not fun. all it's
0: cracked. It's not fun. So I have not met my twin flame in person. We have spoken on the phone. We have talked over text, but we live across the country and sometimes in separate countries from each other. Um, but it's not easy because I would like you to talk for a moment about the twin flame runner and chaser relationship.
1: Yes. So a lot of times what can happen when twin flames meet, interestingly enough, you started talking about the, th- the, 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 thymus gland and mine is like, Hey, here we are. So is, here we my, are. <laughs> so is mine. As soon
0: as I started talking about it, it's like, Oh, so the thing is you should know, is that your twin flame is feeling the same thing. If you're feeling it, they're feeling it. So even if they're not acknowledging you, they <laughs> feel when this happens.
1: And I'm only laughing because I'm like, good, you need to experience Right? This too. <laughs> right? We can't be doing it on our own. So let's talk
0: about who it's the runner thing. is and who the chaser is and why this is
1: not an awesome thing. It is not fun. You come together it is so incredibly overwhelming, whether it's in the physical or in the astral, it is overwhelming. And in some ways you kind of think like you're going crazy. Believe me, I did. Cause I'm like, here's my 3d life, my everyday life, but here's this other life I'm living, you know, <laughs> and like, you literally are living 5d. And that's a, again, a whole nother thing. So when you're trying to bring them together, you do feel like you are absolutely like, there's no way this is happening to me. I don't understand. This makes no sense. Um, the, for me, it was dreams, clairvoyant visions, physical sensations. That's been the strangest part of all of it. Um, scent. Scent is the strongest memory receptor. So to, to, to know that Uh, How do I explain this? Because I'm going to sound crazy. I could smell this person that I don't even know. And That's called, that's called Claire olfactory. So it's clear smelling. Uh,
0: Many people have this ability. It's like when you walk into a room and you smell like cigarette smoke, you smell cigar smoke of someone who's passed over to the other side. That's them sending you a message. Claire olfactory is one of many Claire's and I run a webinar about this, but that's not what this podcast is about however i do run a webinar explaining what all the clairs are so if you're curious please reach out to me in the meantime so you could smell him i know i know what my twin flame smells like and i've never been around him either
1: and and like you have described physically feeling them standing near you when you're doing things in your in your in your life every day and you're like this this is this is strange the telepathy (sighs) that's been the strangest one um the, the, the Claire audience, like the songs that come through and you're like, I haven't heard that song in a million years. Um, and it's very interesting to me too, because um, we ha- our energy body is, is, is a rainbow body. It is, it's different colors um, and it takes on a life of its own the more we step into our energy and our work. And uh, so one of the, the ways that I knew the song, The Rainbow Connection featured Um, and if you think about that rainbow connection, it is literally that connection between you and your twin flame, their energy. That was something. Um, and I recently learned too, um, there are energetic exercises that you can do. Um, actually that my patron goddess, Athena taught me that you can do to discover who your twin flame to discover if this is your twin flame. The connection you will make energetically if you do these exercises is unreal. Um, and it's actually helping me in my healing practice um, it, when I have clients come to see me using this energetic connection. Um, it's very, very new. It's only happened in the last few days. So I haven't really had a chance to really explore it yet. But I can't for- wait. I can't wait because yeah. now I want to know. <laughs> okay. We'll definitely talk about that. Um and so, yeah, for me, that's what the experience has been in. And I did, I literally felt like I was going crazy because at the same time that I'm experiencing all of these dreams and synchronicities and, 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 and energies and, and things happening, my energetic body, my emotional self, my mental self are all upgrading. They're all, I'm going through these massive energetic and emotional purges, past life, current life, um, you know all of those things. And it's affecting everything around me and it will, your twin flame will affect everything around you, whether you meet them or not. It's like, they
0: shine a big old spotlight. It's like they've taken like the Batman light and it's like, Oh, here's that dark (laughs) corner and here's that dark corner and here's that dark corner. Yeah. So let's get back to running and chasing Mm -hmm.
1: because it's very, we could, we
0: could go on about all of this, but let's try and, keep it close together here. So running, why does, why does, so, because it's so intense, one person runs and then one person wants to get it back and they
1: chase. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what happens. So usually what happens is the feminine, because we are more emotional, we tend to be the ones who are the chasers because we know we see the potential. And especially if you are someone who is energetically, spiritually sensitive and empath, any of those things, you will be the chaser because you're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I want this in my life so much on one hand. But on the other hand, you really don't. Um, but the masculine does tend to be the runner because what are the masculines told whether you're a man or whether you're a female who tends to have more masculine tendencies um, we're told, you know, suck it up buttercup. You don't have emotions. You shouldn't look at yourself. You know, you're that's egoic. All of those things that we're told and no, you're not good enough to be loved. That's the biggest one right there. They do not feel worthy of love. And so they run and they run and they run until they can't run anymore. And that's what's gonna happen. And especially over the next six months to a year, you are going to see people dropping relationships that seem okay and moving into these twin flame relationships. You know, whether it's romantic or, you know, however that looks for them, it will happen. Um, But the hardest part of being in this connection and actually not having met this person yet, or if at all is, is knowing that if I do meet them, I got to keep my mouth shut about all of it (laughs) because there's a huge element of free will involved here. We can't try and, you know, quote unquote force our twin flame to want to be with us. This has to happen organically. It has to happen naturally and you have to allow yourself to develop the relationship and not just jump in with two feet. And, and having, having to have that kind of almost logical uh, way of looking at it when there's no logic in the mystic, we've discovered very much so this year, uh, it makes it really difficult to you know, kind of keep your wits about you because you will want to, same as with, with the karmic soulmate, it, it'll feel very similar that way, where you'll, you'll just wanna jump in with this person and, and never let them go. And so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a challenge. I know if this does happen, apparently <laughs> they've even told me the date. You have to understand even my own experience. I'm very skeptical of this.
0: Well, because cause the
1: logic doesn't, doesn't logic. make any sense, right? Exactly. And every time I say, oh no, no, no. Uh, you know, that's, that's not going to happen. I hear, oh yeah, you think so, huh? So the runner chaser thing is real and it is real it will happen. It has happened. So and as we were, well,
0: we were going hot and heavy. Everything was trucking along really nicely. And then all of a sudden it just went poof, no ca- no communication at all. And I kept saying like, am I allowed to message? No. Cause I'm the chaser. He's a runner. Yep. Am I allowed to message? No. Am I allowed to message? No. Finally, I finally get to the state where I'm like, fine whatever. He came in, he shone this big spotlight. I have grown enormously. Thank God for that. Because literally your twin flame comes in and shows you where you need to love yourself harder, where you need to love yourself more completely. The reason that we're saying that the twin flame journey is not one necessarily where you end up with that person is because your twin flame journey is about learning how to love yourself completely with or without that person. So exactly. I was learning all these things and, and like, thank God he came into my life. Cause wow, woke up so many things for me. Yep. The other day though, he messaged me and I was told I was not allowed to message. He had to message me first. So he messaged me now. It wasn't like a, Hey, Wendy, how you doing? I've missed you. It wasn't anything like that. It was, Hey, come join this group. But I was like, all right, that's the message I've been waiting for. So I asked, can I message him back? You can, I said, are you sure? Cause for three months I've been told you can't <laughs> message him. So I'm like, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. So I message him back. Instantly, you know, I get this wonderful message back. He's happy to hear from me. I can feel how happy he is to hear from me. And then I start seeing the same shit that was happening before. I'm like, but it also made me realize he's not doing his work. So if he's not doing his work. It does two things. One is we can't be together till he does his work. And two, it's irritating the snot out of me because now I can feel him again. There was a, there was a protection between us for a while. I couldn't feel him at all. Now I can feel him again. And it's just annoying because I'm like, hey, I'm doing my work, but I know it's also irritating him because he now can't avoid it unless he runs again. Yeah. But he can't run this time. So I'm going to have to sit keep elevating myself, keep being the example. Yep. And the divine masculine, this is all about divine feminine and divine masculine energy and how both are rising right now, but you need the feminine to rise first. So the masculine can rise up behind it. But the end goal of the twin flame journey is learning how to love yourself completely. It is not necessarily about being with this person, even though, you know, they could be the love of your life and we all want the love of our life, but you can have the love of your life with a soulmate and have a much easier time of it. This is not fun. This is not, you know glorious and, and all of those things. It, and even once you get together, my understanding is, is that there will be times where you're going to just want to split apart because the energy between you and the love between you is so intense. You need a break from each other. So it is a very complicated relationship when you have the other person in your life. If you're just allowing yourself to love yourself completely, it gets a lot easier. So I I kind of have had to kind of go, okay, so he's come back, but now I have to hold him here because he's not doing his work and I don't have time for that because I am doing mine, right? I am learning to love myself more deeply, more completely. I have a lot of work I have to do and I don't have time to sit and hold his hand while he figures out what he's doing because he didn't sit and hold my hand while I figured out what I was doing. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's exactly it. And I know, um i'm I, I am watching my twin flame from that energetic perspective and seeing there's some work being done, but not enough., yeah. so so and letting letting it be what it will be, and just focus and 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 really, right now, the feminines need to focus on themselves and not worry about whether or not this person is going to be in your life because, and this too, also, this is a very, very strange thing. Um, I'm finding when you get to that place of really accepting yourself in a whole new way, um, the karmic is still going to be difficult to let go of the karmic is going to be like, but I love this person so much. I know I'm experiencing this right now. I do. I love my husband very much, but we're not always good for each other. And we know this and we have talked about this and we're working our way through whatever lesson here we need to learn with your twin flame. You're going to be good for each other, but at the same time it's going to be a lot and you're going to be a lot more calm and you're going to be okay with letting it go if it needs to be that for me was the biggest thing i've noticed in the last especially the last couple of weeks i'm like i'm pretty cool and all of a sudden it's like oh i get it now i get why i'm in the space i'm in and so i am really literally okay i either meet this person or i don't i'm either with them or i'm not it's fine it is and i can't explain the peace that you find when you get to that point is amazing
0: that is really i think in summing it all of this up is what we really want you to come away with is don't glorify the twin flame relationship because it is the biggest pain in your ass ever absolutely and when you come to that space of, I might be with them and I might not, and I'm okay either way, that is the point of the twin flame journey is learning to be okay with yourself. Yeah. So karmic connections are karmic connections are your your, your your lessons that you need to learn with somebody else or your debts that you need to pay soulmate connections are agreements that you've made with somebody to go through a piece of or all of your life with to learn various lessons but to love each other unconditionally or conditional or or conditionally because i know my parents my parents were soulmate connections they were here to teach me everything I needed to know so I could manage my way through this pandemic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. But they're not in my life anymore. One has passed away. My father, I don't know where the hell he is. And my mother and I have not talked in a very long time, but I'm very grateful for that. Your twin flame relationship is going to be the biggest pain in your ass. That is just it, but it is here to teach you how to love yourself. It is all about self love radical self love
1: comes from your twin flame relationship yeah and it is even though it's the hardest thing i think i've ever gone through cuz man this lion's gate back at the end of july beginning of august was i literally thought i was going crazy but thankfully i am surrounded with beautiful women i can talk to like yourself who helped me through it. And in the end, I am in a place now where I'm like, bring on whatever happens. I'm good with whatever happens. Outcomes are not a concern. I am at peace. I I love myself in a way I have never loved myself like this in my entire life. And that, that is the point of this whole journey. That is the point of the twin flame journey. So, don't glorify it,
0: ladies and gentlemen, whoever is listening. The twin flame relationship is not all that. And you may not find your twin flame in this incarnation because that's not your journey for this incarnation. It is yeah. not the pinnacle of your spiritual journey. You know, you may, you may like Lisa be doing it completely on a five D level. You may be like me where it's half three D half five D because we do see each other in our dreams. Um, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother ball of wax. So in conclusion, We hope that this helps kind of clear this up for you. Please leave us some comments below. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your thoughts are. We are happy to do another podcast about this to clarify it further based on whatever your questions are. Like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications, you know, do all the things. And I just want to give Lisa a moment to let you know how you can
1: reach her, how you can work with her. Um, Yeah, so you can find me on my website uh, moon over Pisces.ca ca. I am Canadian. Um, and you can reach me, uh, through my email, uh, moon over Pisces at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Facebook moon over Pisces and on Instagram, same handle moon over Pisces. Um, that's the name I chose it because my moon is in Pisces. I love, I love astrology. Um, I'm actually just starting to offer a really cool reading, um, based on your birth chart. So if anyone's interested in that, um, and also, if you want to know more about whether or not you have a twin flame, I am offering a, a twin flame reading. Um, if you go to the book online tab on my website, pick the soul guidance reading. That's your that's your um, your reading because it will cover a variety of different soul topics. Um, that's that's what I what I do there with that. Um, I do also offer energetic healings and. Um, Yeah. I think that's all I'm offering right now. (laughs) I kind of scaled things back. I had to think about that for a second. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. That's how you can get in touch with me. And that's, that's what I can help you do. And I'll drop the links
0: below so that you can find her. And for those of you listening on the podcast, I'll have them posted in the podcast for you. Um, yeah, so that is demystifying twin flames soulmates and karmic connections Uh, also one last thing before we go lisa and i run a really great group called the divine feminine pathway on facebook so please do give us a look up there the link again will be below for you thank you so much for joining me today lisa this was a wonderful discussion and i look forward to having you back on future podcasts with
1: me thank you so much i had a great time namaste all my friends peace out